like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... I have no idea where that came from. My brain was trying to go somewhere and be funny, and that's where it landed on. Who doggy? Don't don't know why. Don't know why. There are prairie dogs in my yard. Yard? And that's what I'm going to do. Oh, man. No. What I'm going to do is I was perusing (laughs) through the ticker talk. As as people are known to do nowadays. Oh Very yes, pastime. yes. And there was one yes, video. Yes, as us, as us geriatric millennials are want, want to do, to, do. Mm-hmm. We, to 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 creep on the ticky talkies. Yes, we we creep on the ticky talks. And there was a youth who was like, you know, whenever I'm in a bad mood, I just go and re- read reviews of sugar free gummy bears on Amazon. And I'm oh, like, oh yes, that's know, a classic. Th- that is true. And I was like, yeah. You know? And if you are feeling bad about yourself, mm-hmm. sometimes reading those reviews, you go, well, I had a bad day, but I didn't shit myself. Yeah. yeah. So I, there's that. I, you know, you, you didn't. Gonna, gonna tick one in the plus column for me today. That's right. Didn't poop myself. Well, you know, like this one gentle person from, what years is 2019. Okay. His so they should have known better. Because we as a community yeah. have known about the sugar-free gummy bears Four since years. before yeah, this, 2019. I this is feel a, like 2014 was the first time that like these reviews became like yeah. went viral. That's seven years there ago. There is a you guys. historical precedent yes. for this pants shitting. Yes. And this yes. man he opens up with it. Um he goes, first of all, I made the mistake of not reading the reviews before my purchase. And that was a mistake I will live with for the rest of my life due to the trauma I received after eating two handfuls of these. Two handfuls? That's all it takes. Handfuls. Oh, baby. I was excited to try these first time. And I will say this. They were surprisingly tasteful for being sugar-free. And I regretfully decided to try less than two handfuls within five minutes before I had to make a run to Walmart to purchase a few things that didn't include a stockpile of toilet paper. Whoopsie I was duty. like, did not include adult diapers? No. Nope. Put uh, that on the list real quick. You know what? That that was added to the list once he got to the Walmart, I'm sure. Within 15 minutes of consuming these high-powered laxatives, my stomach was making noises that I should have seen as a message from God warning me, you should turn back around and go home. <laughs> I excused them. <laughs> Thou shalt not shit thyself. Right? Don't go to Walmart. Like, of all places to shit yourself, Walmart? That's like, you're the last just, place you want to be. You know what? I disagree. I think it's the first place. I think they're the most well-equipped to handle you shitting yourself. <laughs> you know what? Accurate. It wouldn't be the first nor the well, last what kind time. Of Walmarts you're going into. Somebody has shit all, all the Walmart. As someone who has violently thrown up in an aisle at Target, <laughs> they were ill-prepared for it. <laughs> but Walmart would have been there with that I weird think Walmart shaving. would just be like, yep, fourth one today, and just keep on keeping on. They would have gotten the pukes uh, wood chips. They would have sprinkled that shit down. And they would have yeah, been the, like, have the, a nice day, ma'am. The Target didn't know what to do. I felt so bad. I was sick. There was nothing I could do about it. Yeah. And I tried to clean it up. And the worker was like, just, just go. Just go. Just go just home. Just go. Ma'am. Ma'am, leave. Please, please. Just, just leave. Please just leave. Just go. 
Uh, I excused the funny feeling in my stomach and as I was on a mission to replace a Keurig machine that broke from Walmart. Yes, I said it, Walmart. As I parked my car, I felt my stomach growing more agitated by the minute, making gurgling noises that struck me as unusual. But I proceeded <laughs> into the store as I really wanted a new coffee machine. God I get it. Me. Caffeine's important. I get it. Yeah. I was literally in the middle of the store looking at small This man is in a dance with death. Before one loud gurgle. <laughs> he didn't know it yet. Before one loud gurgle after another, and then I squeezed out a fart that began as a long squeak to a jet propulsion in a split second that probably had some people in the store confuse the sound as a gunshot. You should never trust a fart in a public place. No. As my situation had just gone from a on a one to ten scale beginning with a three to an instant twelve. I'm literally soiling myself in the middle of a Walmart with hand towels and shower towels as my only source of fabric to wipe my ass with. Oh my God, no, no, you did not wipe your ass with the towels. I said, fuck the Keurig, and I ditched my cart and went running all the way to the opposite end of the store to the bathroom while what sounded and felt like I had firecrackers exploding in my underwear. People were probably pointing at me while their kids are laughing, and I finally made it to the bathroom to find one stall available. The handicap stall. Upon entering the bathroom while simultaneously crying and pulling my pants down, I jumped on the toilet seat, not realizing it was literally covered in urine. As I, and as I oh. began opening the floodgates, oh, no. releasing the evil that moments prior had begun rearranging my insides, I realized after the fact that there was no seat paper. And then I began holding on for dear life while begging God to kill me, sounding off gunshots out of my ass that most likely had people <laughs> running out of the <laughs> store. <laughs> yep. There you go. So that man. That's 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 like when Harry took that shit in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> just like grabbing onto the fucking toilet. This man. shaking. Uh, in 2020, Don't Make Plans. That's the title of his. Don't Make Plans. Don't Make, don't plans. make plans. Works as advertised. <laughs> Perfect yeah, if it, Look, treat. if you're gummed up down there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. There, this- a lot of people do use those sugar-free gummies like for that purpose oh yeah and there was one there's like we i brought them down to my buddies and like a as a hazing gift to people in antarctica like at the new oh, station that's so mean Did that's it. so mean yeah yeah so you as know, someone who loves gummy bears course. as someone who loves gummy bears and would eat two handfuls of them like yep. nobody's like business, no business yeah i would be so upset if i then found out that i had been poisoned by <laughs> sugar-free shit bears yeah so anyway if you're feeling down i hope that um, yeah. other people's pain gastrointestinal pain know that you're not running through joy. a walmart shitting yourself shitting wiping your, your butt pe- with yeah. with uh, hand towels that were lying around yeah man where'd uh, you leave check them out, in the garbage check did out you have Amazon. To pay for them? we don't know enjoy a little schadenfreude yeah. you know like I, if i were that man i would rip the tags off go to the front and go i used these be like i would like to pay for these <laughs> i'm going to pay for these I don't know. I, made I think a mistake. I would. <laughs> I think I would throw them away in the bathroom and hide my shame. <laughs> I don't think I could pay for them. And really hope that no one saw that on camera. Mr. Walmart will be fine if I throw away his one ninety nine hand towel. You don't know that. It will not break him. I think I'm throwing that away and saving what tiny sliver of my dignity you remains. Know, and I'm pretty sure like their loss prevention people would be like, it's fine. <laughs> like I'm not dealing if, with if I a got, shit-covered man in the bathroom. If I got caught and they were like, you threw these towels away, I would be like, yes, I literally shit, shit all over them and didn't think you wanted me to bring them up to the register but if i must i will pay for them do you have an appliance section perhaps we could test your clothing dryer and washer yes. 
We can just plug that shit in. Do oh. you sell bidets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I install it in this restroom? My asshole needs to be cleaned. Do Stat. you have a camp shower? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, that brought me joy. I hope that brought you joy. And speaking of bidets. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And sometimes we will high-powered pressure wash your asshole for you, apparently. Apparently. Look. I did not agree to this. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not. You're not doing it. We, as in the royal female we. Nope. Hey, I hey, th- go I with God. Think- Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we uh, do this. I think we'll send you a bidet in the mail. No, no. But no, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. We're writing a lot of checks that we're not willing to cash we around here. We will show up with a bottle of Crystal Geyser and two Walmart hand towels and get to work. Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll like shake up like a bottle of yeah, um, like a champagne Perrier or, or something. something and then spray it right oh, up your and asshole. Spray it in your or asshole. Like, like a sprite, like something that has sugar in it. it's gonna yeah. make everything sticky. Yeah, there we go. Fuck yeah, man. Look, these are the services I provide you, and then I will send you a bill in the mail when I am done. Oh, and it will be more than getting Demondies. Oh, way mm. more than getting Demondies. By the way, get Demondies still available. That's right. $5,000 could be yours. Uh, no, we are not talking about, I mean, maybe we are spraying assholes. Yeah, you don't know what's in my story. I don't know what's in your story, but I know what's in my story. But this week, so we are beer is California Honey from Pizza Port Brewing Company. It's a blonde ale brewed with honey. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? It's real, Who'd have thought? It's real good. Anyway, we were like, what the hell are we going to talk about? We've done California. Yeah, we were searching. What are we and Engineer do? Bob for the win comes in and says, ports. do haunted ports. Mm-hmm. Pizza Port. It's in the name. It's a so simple. Tie-in. My God, it's like we should not pay you to be on the show. You don't. Yep. So we are doing we, haunted ports. We buy you beer. Sure. Can I drink <laughs> it? Sure. I love it. It's like no, you don't. Yeah. Well, out there. <laughs> so for haunted ports, I am going to bring you the story of Manresa Castle, which is decidedly not a port, but it is located in Port Townsend, Washington. Same thing. Whatever that means to you. Perfect. Man. So the castle was once the home of Charles Eisenbeis. Eisenbeis. Eisenbeis, which is the most fun name to say. And today is. Which is, of course, German for ice bison. Yeah, ice bison. (laughs) Yep. Just a really big frozen bison. It's like the German version of surf and turf, but it's Eisenbeis. Eisenbeisen. (laughs) It's It's an icy and a bison burger. Ew. Delicious. I would eat that. that no, it's, good. it's a bison burger icy. Ew. Okay, that sounds gross. Would not eat that. No. No. Well, nobody's forcing you to, but it's there for well, people good. who want it. I think that would make you shit yourself in Walmart, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to yeah. start a whole scale of, will this make me shit, shit in a Walmart? Walmart. <laughs> uh, and the scale goes from 3 to 12. 3 to 12. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 Starts to 10, at three and this goes to 3 to 12. I love that. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's actually a 3 to 12. Yeah, on a scale of 3 to 12. (laughs) No, so it was once the home of uh, Icy Icy Bison, and today is home to a Victorian-style hotel that two separate websites felt the need to tell me has 43 bathrooms. 
which is a huge improvement, apparently, from the original three that the building had when it was purchased Plus in 1968. Yes, thank you. But two websites be like, it now has 43 toilets. Great. Congrats. Wait, toilets or bathrooms? Well, bathrooms. Because those are different things. Well, bathrooms. Yeah. I'm assuming there are toilets. What if it's one bathroom toilets? with 15 toilets in it? You can all watch uh, each other poop. I, no, is, no stalls. That is the thing, I suppose. Uh, no doors, just a trough. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that you put your, that you hang your cheeks over. Yeah. And, yeah. and release. Release the release. <laughs> you know what helps a lot with that? Sugar-free gummies. Harbo Sugar-free gold gummies. bears. <laughs> so Port Townsend sits on the Quimper Peninsula. Gross. Which is, yeah, it's gross. Which itself is a longish sort of ferry ride up the Puget Sound from Seattle. So if you can picture Seattle, just got to go like northwest and you're in the Quimper Peninsula. Got it. I'm quimpering. Yep. Quimper away. Girl. I quimper with anticipation. Yep. Quim- quimper is when you put your nipple inside a vagina. Oh, oh yeah, you okay. can look it up put on Urban Dictionary. Put your nipple inside a vagina. Yep. It's like you you boob, boob fucking. That's a thing. Yep. Is that a lesbian thing? Sure. It, anybody can you know enjoy what? it. Anybody can. Do you have a nipple? Feel free to put you a nipple. You got a nipple. Just Do you have a nipple? There. Do you have a vagina? Have some fun. Nipple vagina. Just get it. Quimper. Just, just quimper. <laughs> quimper away, man. Yeah. If you do a lot of yoga, you can self-quimper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. European settlers arrived in the area. In Millie's like, European settlers. Yeah, and we're done with quimpering. Uh, but European settlers arrived oh, in the area in 1851. Yeah, can't stop, won't stop over here. Yeah, yeah let's let seven the, years, the listeners decide. And seven years later, uh, Icy Bison first uh, sets foot in the city, although not really on purpose. It was more of a, I'm here now, this is where I live. So... Charles was a Prussian immigrant who, during the gold rush, decided to take his baking talents out west and, you know, feed the good people of the western half of the I United States. I get it. People in the west need food. Well, uh, I guess uh, he saw a good need, too, because in the Seattle, like, well, Washington State area, the closest bakery was in Portland. So if you wanted baked goods, you had to go to Portland, which, yes, nowadays it's a lot faster to get to, but in older times... That bread's gonna be croutons by yeah. the time. Yes, yeah, like you get four it. days by wagon to get a cupcake. That feels like a lot. It does. So yeah, grandma's dead. Everybody's got dysentery. Oh, you know yeah. how it goes. Yeah, didn't cock the wagons when you no. forded that river. And those and those crackers are now you know disgusting. Yeah, um, got nine thousand pounds of buffalo meat in the back. <laughs> yeah, and you cannot ford that river because you just sink to the bottom because you have nine thousand pounds. So many bullets trying to shoot that rabbit. Oh God, so many, and it was for a rabbit. It wasn't one gonna, rabbit wasn't gonna feed one, your family. zero meat God. just shoot the buffalo always go for the buffalo all the youngins right now are like what the, what fuck, the fuck is this Oregon Trail please find a version of the game and play it you're welcome anywho so he was a Prussian immigrant he moved out west and he wanted to uh, originally settle in a town called Stylkum that's a made up name Style cooch? Uh, yep, styly cooch. Okay, uh, stylish is, cooch. Yep, stylish cooch, which is close to Tacoma. Hey, send us it's an email about quiffing. your coochie styles. No, Booze and Bruise Podcast no. at gmail.com. How do you Don't. adorn your vagina? Do you bedazzle? Why do That's we? called vajazzling. Yeah. Vaj- do it's you actually va- a Do thing. you vajazzle? I. <laughs> Well, do you do it? I don't know. Tell us. I feel like it's none of your fucking business. Yeah. It's only our business if they want to share it, so that's feel free to share. That's my quiffing. That's a, that's a HIPAA violation and how I vajazzle my crotch. Excuse me. 
anyway, he that was his original destination. However, as he was uh, on the boat, he was so. He was from Rochester, New York, and instead of just being like, "I'm going to go west on land," not want to do that. On. No, well, he was like, "Well, let me take the long way, and I'm going to do it by sea." So he went all the way around the bottom, South America. That's much farther. It took him a lot longer to get That's there. That's much farther. And as somebody who didn't like boats because he got seasick, probably that's not a the long s- time to be on a boat. Yeah, it's probably not. There's the a lot of South America decision he ever made. So they're so close, you can see it. Like right, you're in the Puget Sound, you're on your way to <laughs> Tacoma, but unfortunately, the boat encountered a six day storm that was really really bad and it they were just like oh my god this is terrible finally by the seventh day they were able to dock somewhere because they couldn't go anywhere it was just too stormy they would crash on the shore so finally after the seventh day the storm let up enough that they could dock in port townsend and charles eisenbeis says to the captain of the the ship he goes hey how much longer like we'll be here we'll fix up the boat whatever how much longer until we get to stylish uh, cooch and he goes eh, it's about another two to three weeks so charles goes never mind i'm here this is where he I live said now. nope fuck it i'm done i live here yeah, now exactly <laughs> that's exactly what he did he was like all right i live here now um you know what it's fine i'm sure it was fine it, you know what it probably looks exactly the same it doesn't matter where you settle the view is gonna be exactly the same yeah dude i i, I feel like i sign off on this decision oh yeah i he was done, done being on that fucking boat we've probably been on the boat like 17 years at this point yeah at that point he's you know aged significantly uh, no <laughs> He's, he's lived a whole lifetime whole on this goddamn boat. On this Married, boat. divorced, his children are grown. Right, he's tossed them overboard, taught, taught them how to swim, air quote. Anyway, so he was like, yep, I live here now. So business boomed for old Charles as, like I mentioned, the nearest bakery was in Portland. So they were like, hey, do you want baked goods? This is the man to get them from. He then diversified, as was you know known to do back in the late 1800s, he diversified into bricks. And made himself even more money. He was like, I, I bake bread and bricks. bricks. Yeah. It's practically the same thing sometimes. Ba- all that, usually they just got to throw out that day old bread because it gets so stale. But the, this no. guy was industrious. He was like, this Use shit's hard bread. enough to build a building out of. And he did. And he did it. And he made so much money doing it. Um, in That's eight, making, and those houses smelled so good in the sunshine. Hell yeah. Oh, I bet. That's making lemons into lemonade, people. Yeah, but then they had to yeah, fight off like the squirrels. Yeah, that's making loaves into houses. But then mm-hmm. you have to fight off squirrels and other birds and stuff who are trying to eat your house. Fucking bring it. I'll shoot you. <laughs> Did you see what I did to that goddamn buffalo? I will fight you. It's brilliant, though, because he can just sell you new bricks every time it's yeah. getting eaten by birds. That's that's a really good point. He's gaming the system. So in 1878, Charles was elected the city's first mayor, and he served three terms. He was married twice. His first wife died. And it, all told, had eight kids. So he had himself a little army. Um, That's a lot of kids. Yeah. And after that eighth kid, he said to himself, you know what? I need I need a castle. I'm Prussian. I'm used As to... As you do. I'm loaded. I'm Prussian. I need a castle. And he built of, it out of bread loaves. He did. And he built it out of bricks from his own shop. How great is that? Um... Construction was completed in 1892. And at the end, the castle had 30 rooms... Like I mentioned, walls made up of bricks from his own factory and a slate roof. Ooh, it was the fanciest fancy house. Ooh, in it's so slatey. Uh, construction was also completed just in time for the Panic of 1893, which affected Charles pretty hard. What was the panic? What were they panicked over? It was, I think, it was the time when Garfield became president, the cat. 
Um, and they're like, was oh like, shit, there's no lasagna panic. <laughs> there's no lasagna. <laughs> it was the great Mondays panic yeah, of yeah. Nobody worked on Mondays. Nobody worked on Mondays. Um, every dog ever stood up on a table was getting kicked off. Mm-hmm. Poor Odie. Poor Odie. No, it, it was silver. The silver reserves, I guess, were closed or sold off or something which caused a depression and then I guess people weren't oh were is that over- when we switched from the silver standard to the gold, gold standard? standard I believe so and then we almost depleted our entire gold supply because we didn't know what we were doing because we're dumb as a country we're dumb we're dumb and then too we over um, built uh, railroads like we over promised railroads but we didn't have the money to actually pay for them so Port Townsend actually was supposed to get a train to go through but that never happened because of this depression in 1893 oh man um yes yeah, so it like I said it affected Charles pretty hard he um his brickwork factory closed down he all of a sudden had to now start paying taxes I love this the article I read blamed this on quote the socialist left and nice. their implementation goddamn lefties goddamn leftists taking my freedoms and their implementation of property taxes to pay for quote services demanded by the socialists so like, housing, like schools and roads schools, roads roads toilets toilets maybe shit in hospitals, the street like a real man you pansies some sort of infrastructure no uh so no i was just like i'm really glad to see that in like 200 years nothing's changed we're still getting mad at the socialists left for basic human services. Anyway, so Charles had to pay a lot in property taxes. And so he... Oh, boo fucking who, bread magnate? I know. I was like, he lost a lot of his money, but he was still able to live comfortably in his massive castle. Yeah, cry yourself to sleep in your fucking castle, buddy. Right? Uh, in which he lived until 1902 when he died of kidney failure. Uh, his, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, his wife later remarried, and the house sat empty for about 20 years. Uh, 19- oh, so the wife didn't continue. She moved into her new husband's, husband's castle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was like, oh, this your castle's so much bigger. I'm going to move into that. But I'm not, like, going to sell this house. I'm just going to, like, employ one housekeeper to live there and, like, clean my empty house. And none Is of his, cool? like, 47 children wanted that castle? No. Well, one he, at that point, he had seven children. Because one of them uh, committed suicide. Um, oops. Buried the lead on that one. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, he's got seven more. He's got. It's fine. Uh, but That's yeah, awful. Of, I'm sorry. None of the kids. Child went. death was pretty was pretty common in olden times. So. Well, there was one report that in I think it was like 18, the end of the 1800s or something. His proper Charles's property tax was like eighty seven thousand dollars. In older time money, so I'm oh, like, I'm shit. Sure. That is a lot of money. So I'm sure those kids are like, I can't fucking afford that. Okay, you know what? I'm 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 on I'm on uh, Team Icy Bison now. That seems like a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that seems like too much money. Yeah, well, you know, depression. Somebody's got to pay for something. Um. Anyway, in 1925, like, can I pay you in bread? <laughs> Bricks? Anybody? How about bricky bread? Eh? I feel like some people would have happily been paid in bread during the Great Depression. I agree. That's true delicious crackers crackers and beer i'll live forever sounds great uh in 1925 the house was uh sold as a nun vacation house so some lawyer vacation house for nuns nuns. so some lawyer from seattle was like i have a great idea i'm gonna buy this that's a repressed lesbian fuck palace that's what that is 10 out of 10 would visit (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, there's just, speaking of vajazzle, we're going to see a lot of that action. There's a lot on. of quiffing happening in that. All the quiffing. Quimpering. Quimpering, sorry. Quimpering. There's a lot yeah. of quimpering happening in that in that house. Oh, yeah. Sister Agnes, your nipples are in my vagina again. <laughs> How did that happen? I just like to quimper. Uh, that didn't last. And in 1927, the Jesuits uh, bought the house and it was turned into a training college for young priests. Uh, they added. So it went a, from a lesbian fuck palace to a, to a priest, priest to a male fuck, fuck palace. palace. Yeah, it just went got from, it. it. Look, it, it they don't discriminate against all types of um, fucking. Pimpering is when you put your nipples into a man's pee hole. Oh, okay. Pimpering, Quim- pimpering, yes. pimpering and quimpering, pimpering and quimpering. These are very important. <laughs> Uh, words that I need to remember and add to my Sometimes, vocabulary. If you and your partner stretch beforehand, you can accomplish both. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. It involves. You What's got, the number? It's like not sixty-nineing. It's like seventy-oneing. I don't know. I think it's like. I think it's owing. It's just you're doing the big zero. The big yeah, zero. I think you're doing the big zero. <laughs> you're doing the around the world. <laughs> yes. So they, uh, the Jesuits added on a chapel and more rooms and renamed the building Manresa Hall, which was uh, named after the town where Ignatius Loyola founded their Jesuit order. So Mr. Loyola was found from Manresa. That's where we go. Okay. And Manresa is? A town in Spain. Is Spain. I was like, is Spanish? Yeah. Si. Um, the priest left. Manresa. Manresa. The priest left in 1968 and the house was converted into a hotel, which you can still stay in and visit today. Um, and I'm sure you're thinking, why would I stay here? Why Port, would I stay here? Port what Townsend. Would I, I heard there's a lot of bathrooms. Port Townsend has 10,000 residents total, no trains, and the biggest festivals. I'm out. I don't want it. I don't want it. I was promised trains. Fuck you, Garfield. Yo, Garfield, and and really the only festivals or celebrations that this town has are the Wooden Boat Festival and the Rhododendron Festival. Why would Rhododendrons? Oh. Yeah. So, but wooden boat. So th- this is a vacation place for eighty-seven-year-olds. Correct. Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, let's yeah. do it. I mean, the whole town is very much Victorian era sort of thing. Like that's what Port Townsend is known for. Like we like to keep our Victorian aesthetic. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so. Uh, but the reason you stay there is because they ghosts. Oh, they were like, we're stuck in the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, we just love Queen Victoria and her just design aesthetic and, um, you know, lights and toilets. Are, and we yeah. only had Everything's gaslight. So Rhododendrons. There are two ghosties believed to be hanging out in the hotel. Uh, one is that of a Jesuit priest, and the other is supposedly a heartbroken woman who jumped to her death when she learned her boyfriend died at sea. Of course. Oh no, not at sea. Oh no, I'm heartbroken. How will I go on without a man, bitch? Please. The roiling waves have eaten my husband. The kraken has been unleashed on my hus- my boyfriend's. Penis. Oh, my boyfriend. He didn't even put a ring on it. This buddy just fucked off. He was oh. just like, yeah, I totally fucking died at sea. Bye. I, I died at sea. Winky face. Is your supposition, dear, that Krakens consume primarily penises? I mean, that's where they start. Oh, they 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 consume you dick first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They start munching on that like a lollipop kind of thing first. And then before you know it, you're just 
gone. All of you. Just over aggressive hand jobs with all those suckers. That's the problem. Uh-huh. I, I think this is all a big misunderstanding with the with the terror of the deep. The kraken. <laughs> that kraken is just so fucking horny. Yeah. <laughs> he's just trying to fucking get some. Get some. Hey. And all of his suckers he's are trying ready to, for action. He's trying to pippin. What did you call it? Uh, pimper. He's trying to pimper. Or primper? What did you say? Pip- I don't know. Because it's quipper. Quimper, it's pimper, pimping yeah. now. Pimple. He's trying to pippin. <laughs> Hello there, it's me, the Kraken, and I just noticed that we're a bunch of semen on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to bumper with me? No. No. Um, so the priest, based on research I others have done, some suction. <laughs> may be... I can hold my breath for a long time. <laughs> uh, so the priesty ghost may be Father John Murphy who actually drowned in the Puget Sound in 1943. It's not clear if the drowning or was... Or a kraken a, got him. Or the kraken got him. It's not clear if it's a kraken situation, a breathe in, let the calm take over situation, or he just got... He just drowned. Oh, it. you think maybe he just walked into the sea? Some people believe that. Um, although no suicide note was found, his clothes were found neatly folded up on the shore but no body yeah. was ever recovered i mean maybe he just went for a swim i mean that's probably what happened all natural but, but most people because it's like well he he might be haunting the location clearly he killed himself because he is now under finished business that he needs to be in the hotel for no i think he finished that business <laughs> with a kraken splooch and then he died um, what a way to go yeah uh all we know is like i said his clothes were found folded up uh others think it's some so some people think it might be this father john murphy others think it's an unknown priest who hanged himself in the attic above room 302 after having elicited relations with a nun (gasps) jesus will never forgive you no even that's like for being horny even that's like the whole point like ask for forgiveness say like 12 hail marys and you're fine be fruitful and multiply yeah, I guess not. Um, but in any event, whilst st- that's a loud farty motorcycle, there's be it sounds like a, there's a convention of uh, <laughs> lawnmowers outside your house today. Yeah, well, I mean, look, today is lawnmower day. Yeah. Uh, happy Fucking June sixth. Today, today is lawnmower racing. Yeah, June sixth is known as lawnmower day in the Southern California area. Uh, no, so in any event, while staying in room three hundred two, people do hear footsteps above their room. Um, people also claim to have feelings of like high energy, bro. While they're high energy, bro. While while they're in that room, um, and it was in the attic where someone caught an EVP of a male voice saying, "I'm not here." Okay. <laughs> this is the worst at hide and seek. It, I'm not here. I'm not here. Come stop back. looking for me. Be like, show yourself. I'm not here, bitch. Please. <laughs> I walked into the ocean. I'm not here. But the most active spirit is believed to be Kate, the woman who jumped to her death. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes, her name. They've given her Kate. Uh, Many have reported seeing the apparition of a woman wearing a long white dress with uh, long. That's long. I looked like big from where I was sitting. Long dark hair. Not big dark hair. Long could be long and big. True. She's from Could be. Uh, standing in the window or standing above you uh, while you're laying in bed. I'll take the oh my window, God. please. This has some real Samara from the ring vibes. Yeah, a little bit. Others believe uh, she messes around with the electricity, causing lights to flicker. Um, one TripAdvisor review talks about how she and her friend heard moaning when no one else was nearby. Whoa. They also heard footsteps and someone tapping on the walls. 
scary. Extra footsteps were also heard as one girl walked into the bathroom. So she was like, pitta patta, pitta patta, and then pitta patta behind her after she stopped walking. Somebody followed her to the body. Into the pooper? Yeah. Um, Are you pooping? Yeah, the friend felt... Yeah, leave me alone. The friend felt fingies stroking her back while she was sitting on the couch. I thought you were going to say while she's sitting on the toilet. toilet. I thought the, I thought please, the same thing. You no. got it. I know you had a lot of those gummy bears. Don't worry it about out. it. You'll be fine. Just this relax. going to be a couple we're hours. We're in this together now. <laughs> um, Kate is also a fan of going through your things. Um, that you leave on dressers. She will give them the once over, but is always careful to not put the stuff back in the order in which it was found. So you know somebody's been going through your shit. One man who was doing maintenance in the room in the 1970s had his room keys lift completely off the table about 18 inches into the air before being tossed back on the table. Oh, wow. 18 inches significant. Yeah. Yeah. So she just was like, what are these? Drop. Don't care. Get out of my room. (laughs) Shiny. Fuck it. Yeah, right? It doesn't do any good for me. She's a cat ghost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if she doesn't like you, she'll make your room smell real, real bad. Like what? Just gross cabbage farts all night long until Like a Walmart bathroom? Like a Walmart bathroom after eating. Like a Walmart bathroom after gummy bears. Um, Like a Walmart bathroom. (laughs) 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 Um, But if she likes you, she will like have sweet smelling things so it all depends on her mood or how she likes you or doesn't like you she either make it smell like horrible farts or like lavender i mean i wonder if it actually has nothing to do with her mood it has everything to do with what she ate that day oh that's true we should do an experiment we'll go up there we'll leave her some gummy haribo sugar-free gummy bears does it smell worse on the days that there are hard-boiled eggs at the continental breakfast yes <laughs> that's a really good you know what we're gonna take i'm just this. saying these are scientific experiments we can do we're gonna go on the road you guys port towns and here we come uh, booze and brews fart investigators <laughs> look that, that should be a show i would that watch feels it. very on brand for us oh 100 percent uh, but it, that is the story of the haunted Monresa Castle Hotel in Port Townsend, Washington. That's a good port. Mm-hmm. It's a good port. These are also great pimpers and quimpers. Hey, everybody, hang out, and we'll be back in a second after I yell at you. Hey, everybody, it's your old pal Bob, uh, uh, Engineer Bob, actually. And you know what? When I'm uh, when I'm not on the engineering show, I'm putting my nipples and stuff. Hey, guess what? You should probably give us an iTunes review. Or don't. I don't care. iTunes.com slash booze. That's, that's, I don't know the address. Anyway, you should say nice things, leave stars, and say words. That's the most important stuff. Also, Patreon.com slash booze and brews. We've got audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches that I do. It's a great value for your buying dollar on the internet. Also, social media websites. Come talk to us if you want. That'd be fun. Hey, we, we've got a Twitter. Booze and Brews. We've got an Instagram. Booze and Brews podcast. And we got a Facebook. Booze and Brews. All right, that's enough for me. Now back to the show. I feel like we should all be slightly concerned for Engineer Bob after that. <laughs> yep, me too. Oh, it'll be okay. You know what, though? You got through it. You pulled it together. That's what's important. Yeah, it's what happens when you just don't prepare for anything you say, and you just start talking. It's a very seat-of-the-pants sort of situation for me, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's how you operate. It's the Engineer Bob mode <clears throat> of operation. Seat-of-pants. Yep. Choo choo. Speaking of pants, oh, I'm just kidding. My story has nothing to do with pants. What? Are there pants? I didn't have a transition. Did people pants? Go, did so ports? Pants sounds like ports. I got there. There you go. I get there. Congrats. So the port that I picked 
uh, is uh, is another not real port. I want to tell you about Port Arthur. Ah, yes. Mm. So Port Arthur is uh, s- southeastern Tasmania. Ooh, we're not even in America. No, so we're in we're in the outback Australia. Oh, there are devils that Devil live there. Country. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna get there. Is a devil? We'll get to him. Oh great. Um, so Port Arthur was named for Arthur George, who at the time that it was found, it didn't used to be called Tasmania, it used to be called something else. And he was like the lieutenant governor of that area. And so they named this port Port Arthur after him. Sure. It was, call, it was called, it? it was originally called Chasmania. <laughs> after it's full of Chasmanian doubles. Yeah. yeah. And then after the Chads got evicted, then there was a bunch of Tazes and they were like, Taz is such a good name. Taz is so much better. Yeah. Um, so it was originally a timber station because there was a lot of hood. <gasps> uh, but then it pretty, so that was around the 1830s. I mean, before that, obviously, other people lived there. This is a very whitewashed version of the history of this place. Right, 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 right. Um, but our story really starts to take off um, in 1833, which is when the timber company went bye-bye, oh. and they started building what would become the worst penal colony within Australia Whoa. in the 1800s. Oh, my. Just pe- they were built with penises. Walls they were, were all built. Penises. So you know how we used to just, dicks. we used to, Britain used to just send all the prisoners to Australia because mm-hmm. they wanted to deal with them? Right. So when they Australia, would build the prisons out of their penises. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so then when Australia... Australia was like, you are being shitty in prison. They would send them to this prison. Oh, so the real shitty prisoner population. This was literally like the worst of the worst. Like, you didn't go here on your first offense. It was Ah. like, we've given up hope on you almost. Oh, okay. Um, So the the penal colony was built from 1833 until 1853 is when it like opened. Okay. Grand opening, big celebration. Welcome. Half off all cells. Um, and yes, it was for the worst of the worst within the Australian prison system. Um, so what? how the port uh, is situated, mm-hmm. obviously it's near the water. Ports generally are. Ports tend to be. And it's actually on this really kind of like almost crescent-shaped peninsula. Okay. So it is connected to the mainland, but it's connected to the mainland through this tiny little isthmus that's literally only 30 meters across. Oh. Hmm. So it's this very small chokehold and all the rest is surrounded by these very cold shark-infested waters. Hell yeah, man. So they were like, this is Australia's version of an unescapable prison. This is Australia's Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Nice. Nice. Yeah, instead of Um, rocks, you have sharks. Yes, right. and the Ismus, the little tiny Ismus, is where there was like a bunch of guard towers, but they also put like basically 1,800 landmines in. Oh. And they, re- anytime they would find feral dogs, they would release them in that area and never feed them. Oh, and they'd be God. like, yeah, sure, make a run for it. Yeah, I'm going to send Fido to eat your <clears throat> penis. Again, it's all dicks yeah. eating today. And there was an actual port kind of nearby that sometimes like trading ships would come to. But whenever they would come in, they would have to like go Avoid into town all. and like check the oars and the sails so that no one could use the boats to get away. Oh, my God. Just be like, there's a dude walking around town just like holding oars on his shoulders. Be like, These yeah, are mine. I just imagine you're like, I lost my ticket, but I know what my oars look like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look, they've got a carving of a Kraken Look, on them. Look, they've got 17 oars. They're all really gold and wooden, sea battered. I'll know them when I see them. Yeah, exactly. Go to the lot or lost and found. Yeah. Pick them out. Um, so... So, uh, within, within this prison... There's a prison within a prison. This is why he got the reputation for being like the absolute worst place to fucking go. It was like everyone who came out of it was like, it is literal hell on earth. It is the worst place in the whole world. Well, maybe they should have been better people. I know. I know. Like, well, don't... not everyone who went there was the worst person, though. That's the oh, thing. Oh, boo. Um, so it's this main little like sort of crescent shaped peninsula. And within that's like the main prison system for adult male bad guys okay most of these people are pretty bad guys these are guys who've who've been kicked out of other prisons for bad behavior yeah this is uh no murderers they would put you to death for oh oh so um not murder so so i mean i mean maybe like manslaughterers sure okay i don't know did they have that distinction in olden times i don't know i think so do we have it now no one knows (laughs) Um, so, but within this, so there's like the main prison, which is kind of a normal prison, like a T-shaped, there's a guard tower in the center, Mm -hmm. all the little cells. But if you were bad in this prison, they would send you to another location in the facility called the separate prison. Oh, oh. And the separate prison was this kind of study about... You know, when we beat prisoners, it doesn't make them better people. Or when we starve prisoners, it doesn't make them better people. Like, the physical torture of prisoners is not rehabilitating them. Right. So let's psychologically torture them instead. Let's just break them mentally so then they're That's going to get us much better results. Totally. That's the results we're looking for. So the separate prison had individual cells Mm -hmm. that were uh, windowless, completely lightless. Great, great. You would be in this cell by yourself, and the cell was like two two, two feet by three feet. It's very small. Oh, boy. It's like a fucking phone booth. Jesus, okay. You're, You're in this cell for 23 hours a day. Okay. The guards who patrol this building wear felt shoes and speak in sign language. There is no sound. Oh, boy. There is no... You are not allowed to speak. You are not allowed to be spoken to. Man. Um, You are allowed out for one hour a day to eat and to go to church and on this endeavor, you wear a burlap sack over your head because you're not allowed to see another human being. Wow. Mm. And sometimes people would be sent to this. This is basically like their version of solitary. Yeah. They would be sent there for, for days, for months. Wow. Um, yeah, that would break somebody, I think, mentally. Or you just like yeah, drooling. Yeah, So as you can imagine, it drove people literally crazy. Yeah. Um. So they said, "Well, now we've got a problem because now we've got a bunch of crazy inmates." Yeah. So no, then no, they no, used a bunch of them. free prison labor to build an asylum within the facility oh to house all the people they made go crazy in there. Nice. But well, they didn't. They didn't look back at any point and go, "You know what, maybe guys? We maybe we're fucking this up." No. No. They said, "Oh, it's so weird. We have a bunch of crazy people now, but free labor." This is a problem that solves itself. Exactly. Right. Check check this out. We're going to use them to build something where we, they can go and we'll just ignore them. When life gives yes. you poop, make poop juice. Yeah, so this is how I know that if you were a murderer, you would be sentenced to death because there are multiple instances of prisoners not trying to escape, trying to get close enough to another person to kill them so they would be put to death because oh. they were like, it is. I would rather die than be stuck here. 
I mean, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Tracks. Um, so, uh, Jesus. So they're they were using all this free prison labor to build this asylum. They also built a big church within the property. Mm-hmm. Um, and the but the the thing is, remember when I said like not everyone who went here was the absolute worst people? Yeah. Because there's these two little islands off the coast of this peninsula. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the islands houses a boys reformatory prison oh boy Boy. and they were like we'll keep them separate from the worst hardened criminals in all of australia by putting them on a separate island they'll be fine no Um, have we not seen or read lord of the flies yeah so the boys on this island were from nine to 15 years old Okay. Oh, Nine years old, and they were because um, this is a functional prison. They gotta they gotta earn their keep. So everyone is working hard labor, like stone cutting, building oh these God. huge stone buildings, like the asylum and the church. And these boys, these like little as nine year old boys, are working alongside these hardened criminals oh that my. are the worst people in Australia. Oh my! There's one. Yeah, there's one story where while they were building the church, which still stands today, but while they were building the church, like one of the guys who I guess was like about to get in trouble and have to go back into the separate prison, back into solitary. Yeah. So he he knew he was like in trouble for the day and he was like, I don't want to go back there. So he just picked up his pickaxe and started uh, hitting this like little boy in the head with the pickaxe. He hit him three times before the guards pulled him off. Um, and then he just looked up at the guards and said, is that enough? Are you satisfied? Wow. Oh, um, man. Yeah, and there's also, there's also like a creepy urban legend that like where that boy died, like his blood got all over the stone and they washed it, but like now the ivy that covers the building won't grow in that space. Ooh, Ooh spooky. Yeah. Um, so some people were like, okay, I got to get out of here. This is literally the worst place in the whole goddamn world yeah. but they maybe weren't strong enough to kill someone to, so they would try to escape okay there were lots of escape attempts have um, they tried mind controlling sharks so they could ride them a la the fawns yeah in well, so there days. were there were actually two prisoners who got out who oh. escaped okay which They're i'm sure became, via shark mind control i hope so uh i don't no. So yeah, let's say yes. Yes. Okay. Let's okay. say yes. Good. Great. Shark mind control is Take, how they got out. I it. They used they brought the sharks on land. Uh-huh. They could smell landmines. They scared off the feral dogs. Right. And that's yep. how they got free. And the, yeah, they just walked cool. free. Yeah, what so a there's story. only these only two people are the only ones who ever got away. Multiple people tried it, including this one guy who somehow got because it was a working prison. They like had like a grist mill for um, grist flour, oh. grist, yeah, and for they gristing. like they they made bricks much like your story, yeah. and they had a farm that they worked on. So they did a bunch of things, and I think at one point, so somehow this guy got a hold of a the carcass of a kangaroo. Sure, I mean, so he like Australia's it was like covered in these things. Yeah, it was like the tanned leather hide of a kangaroo. So I assume they had like some sort of leather work happening. But so he steals this tanned leather hide of a kangaroo. He uses it to camouflage himself and pretends to be a kangaroo and like hop away. Fuck yeah, man. But the guards live on this uh, peninsula with everyone else. They see one. And they don't. 
get a lot of money or a lot of food so they were like free dinner and they started shooting at the kangaroo so the guy had to throw off the kangaroo skin and, and be like I'm a, I'm a person I'm, I'm a, a human person. don't eat me and they still kept shooting him Jesus no they stopped shooting him but the problem is if you tried to escape your punishment was 100 lashes Ooh. Mm. Uh, which is obviously terrible so they obviously didn't give up all forms of physical torture right but um, you know it's he's not a lot of doctors no uh, it's not a lot of sanitary conditions so if you got a hundred lashes you were more than likely going to get an infection and die from that dive gangrene mm. so it was kind of a death sentence to be given that <clears throat> better than going to the hole or wherever it's called yeah the separate prison the separate prison the yeah. separate prison I would rather yeah dive an infection <clears throat> than go to separate prison yeah so <clears throat> if you died from your lashes infection mm-hmm. um or you were sentenced to death um they would kill you yeah and they because they had a gallows on the on okay. property and then they would bury you on the other little island off the coast of the peninsula which they so catchily called the isle of the dead oh well you know oh. what they're clever with their names. It's yeah. They're good at advertising. You know what you're getting. What are what is this? Yes. That's what this is. So it's literally just a little island that is nothing but a fucking cemetery. Nice. There are 1,646 people that they know of buried on this island, but How there's only a hundred. I know, but there's only 180 headstones oh. because uh, people who were workers or like fam because like. Uh, the higher ups had their families that lived there, like the priest, the reverend that ran the church and his family lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the family, some of them workers. So if a employee or a family member of an employee died yeah. while at the prison, they would bury them in the cemetery and they give them a little headstone. Mm-hmm. But for any of the prisoners, they were like, no, Nothing. they don't deserve that. And they were just like mass graves, Oof. shallow graves are just all over the place. Cool. They, they don't know where they all are. But the records say there's uh, 1,646 of them. Sure. Double that. Also, guaranteed. it was one prisoner's job to be the grave digger. Oh, goodness. So he would live on the Isle of the Dead. All by, by his lonesome. With dead people. His whole job is to dig graves and bury people from this prison. Sure. Um, and then at one point within the prison's history, one of the guys who was there, he was there for, like, he wasn't there for that long. He was okay. only there for, like, a couple months. And then one night they see there's, a, uh, there's like, a little hut that the person lives in, the grave yeah. digger. And one night they look out and they see that the island's, like, on fire. Oh, no. And they're like, how is the island on fire? There's, like, nothing to burn. And then they're like, oh, it's the hut. Mm. So they go over to be like, yo, grave digger Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, why is your hut on um, fire? And he's he's like can't speak coherently and he basically is just babbling that the devil came. Oh. The devil is upset about the conditions of this island and burned the house down like in retribution. Oh, oh boy. Oh, so boy. then Grave Digger Jimmy went to the asylum. I love the idea that the, the devil came up and was like, Whoa, this place is fucked up. Well, this man. is fucked. I live in hell. And even I even I, I would not live like this. This is fucked up. This is awful. You people should be ashamed of yourself. This is, this is really reprehensible. I mean, I've seen some fucked up shit, but like... Yeah, I do fucked up shit. Bags on your head? What the hell? 
Um, yeah, so obviously it got a reputation for being a super duper awful prison. Yeah. Uh, it had a really high mortality rate for people who lived there, um, including those boys who were like at their separate prison camp because they also don't have great medical no, attention. Any, I'm sure. They're, they're being forced to work hard labor alongside grown adults. Like, yeah. Like even the oldest of them at fifteen years old—that's a long that's a fucking child. day for a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, they're just not. Yeah, they just need to learn. I just want to learn. I know. I mean, it, you send them to school? Like it, I don't know. No. Um. So it got a really bad reputation. They started to try and reform it. They did some like revisions to try and like make it better. But then by um eighteen seventy-seven, they were like, we're closing it. We're done with Smart. this. That's probably we're gonna do wide-scale prison reform through all of Australia. We're gonna close it. Smart. Um, so then some guy so then it sat empty because nobody wanted to fucking buy it and then some guy was like man I've got an idea Theme I'm park. gonna buy it oh. I'm gonna change the name and make it like a tourist destination because it's real pretty I you know it's I was like home to ocean it's got this pretty little ismus it's real pretty a beautiful oh, island but beneath the surface a d- island of death Duh. so d- dreary and full of despair that even the devil hates it <laughs> Yeah, That's pretty much. Point. So they could, the, uh, at one sure. point, they like turned the old like commandant's house into a school. Oh they like turned the old like doctor's office into housing. Like um, they they like just repurposed a bunch of these buildings that didn't collapse. Right. Um, to try and make it like a touristy destination, they changed the name of it because Port Arthur had such a bad connotation. Right. They called it Happy Island. Happy Island. And then there was a Paradise huge fire Island. that burned most of the wooden structures in 1895, mm-hmm. uh, which feels like the Lord trying to cleanse the land. I feel, well, because the devil is having a rough go of it. Maybe they came to some they sort were, of an agreement. Hey, God, I know we've had our disagreements, but you've got to see this fucking island, man. It's, it's really fucked up. So, so he, he tried to cleanse it, but, you know, he... He realized he pulled the dishes out of the dishwasher and there was still food stuck on it. Yeah. So then he burned it all down again in 97. Oh, okay. Yeah, two fine. years later. Don't he didn't have to do the double I'll burn. Twice. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> um, but the, so it, they're trying to make it this like tourist popula- uh, destination. Yeah. It is becoming fairly popular oh, as a tourist destination, but they realize that most of the people are these fucked up dark tourists who are here to see the old fucked up prison shit. Yes, and they want to know about ghosts and demons. Yeah. So oh. they're like, okay, we're going to fucking lean into it. So nice. they changed the name back to Port Arthur. Okay. Nice. They started refurbing the buildings they could save, rebuilding nice. versions of the buildings that had burned down. Uh-huh. Like opened a museum oh, that whoa. was about the history of Australia's penal colony system penal. and this prison specifically. Mm-hmm. And by the 1920s, it was like a very popular tourist destination because they just leaned into how fucking awful this place was. And you guys want to see something real fucked up? Come over yeah. this island. That's their Poor super Arthur, baby. fucked up. People like that though. They do. Um, so it is still a very popular tourist destination to this day. Oh. They have a bunch of cool prison shit you can go look at. In 2010, it was designated uh, a UNESCO heritage site as part of all of Australia's old prison systems. Oh, okay. Um, And yeah, it's open right now. Although you can't go unless you live in Australia because they care about COVID. They do care. Mm -hmm. They do care. Um, And like a little side note, I don't really want to get into it because that's not what this podcast is. But it's also, it's very famous because it's the site of... 
I'm not 100% sure if it's the worst, but it's definitely one of the worst uh, mass shootings that Australia's ever had. Oh. We get them often in America, but they don't really get them in Australia. Right. So in 96, uh, some asshole went crazy and he killed 35 people and he wounded 23 more. Mm. So because they were all tourists just hanging out, he just yeah. picked a high location and started letting off with, I assume, some sort of automatic weapon. Yeah. And uh, but seeing as how their prison system is much different than ours here in America, he is currently serving 35 life sentences nice. with an additional 1,035 years tacked on to that. Oh, good! No, oh. no, no. He'll he'll be incarcerated for until yeah. he's going to be in there for a minute. Life. Is what you're saying? He's yeah. going to be there a minute. Yeah. Um. But so if you like Google this place, a lot of stuff about that event comes up. Okay. But I don't think any of the ghosts are related to that, so okay. we're not going to dwell. Well, that's okay. good. Um, because most of the ghosts deal with this crazy fucking prison that oh was there God. beforehand. Yeah. So as you can imagine, there's ghosts all over this fucking peninsula. Yeah. Uh, so the main prison, which was like the normal prison, um, has a lot of, it's a lot of general ghostiness. It's like cold spots. Um, they, like the doors open and close on yeah. their own or like the sound of doors opening and closing when they're not. Uh-huh. Um, people are uh, like pushed or shoved right. um, into or out of rooms. Typical uh, ghosty they, stuff. There's like most of the EVPs they get are things like help me oh, boy. or like mm-hmm. let me out. Yeah. Like they get a lot of that. Again, understandable. Yeah, but the most prevalent haunting feeling that people get there is as they go within the rooms, they just are like completely overwhelmed by this cold feeling and this deep, deep like, it's not even sadness. It's, like, hopelessness. Oh. Ew. Um, so that's the main prison. In the separate prison. Oh, boy. I bet it things, feels even better down there. Things a little more spicy. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah. So um, the separate prison doesn't have those, like, feelings of, like, sadness and hopelessness. Yeah. It's anger. R- I was like, rage? These Do you just feel rage? are pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's shadow figures there's a lot of like dark orbs there's a lot of just like being not being like pushed or like shoved a little bit but like being shoved into a wall and being hurt by them and having your face mushed against the the yeah there um there was one prisoner who whilst he was in the separate prison he took his own life Mm -hmm. he hanged himself and they were doing evps in his room and they got an evp of a voice saying no i thought i got out oh oh god no no. i know how sad is that Oh, this poor um, man. I also found a story of a woman's firsthand account. She went like with her family. Mm-hmm. And she had her little son with her, who's like a really well-behaved little boy, but he's like a toddler, so you know, you know he's grumpy perfect, sometimes. That's a really good place to take a toddler. Hey, you wanna see yeah, where well, people like died? It's a huge touristy thing, and it's this big historical site, so yeah. it's really family oriented. Oh wow. Um, so she was there with her toddler and they were going through the separate prison and her toddler, she thinks starts having like basically a tantrum, but he won't stop. He's so upset and he's like growling and she's just like, he's never been this mad before. What's wrong with you, kid? And she keeps asking like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he just keeps saying, I'm angry. I'm angry. And then his mom's like, okay, well, do you want a snack? Do you want a nap? And he was, he said, um... I'm trying to keep the angry inside. 
Oh. Um, so she was like, okay, well, we gotta go. He's like it's having a moment. Go. We gotta yeah. go. So she t- she picks him up and starts walking away. And as soon as they left the physical building of the separate prison, this little boy took a huge sigh of relief, smiles, and said, I feel much better now. Oh, boy. And then she oh was like, "What's God. what happened? And he was like, the mad, it's gone. The, oh. the mad, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And this poor little From kid, he was like, I'm, of babes. he was like, I'm trying to keep the angry inside. Like he was trying not to misbehave. Yeah. But oh, he was God. just overwhelmed by these super angry emotions and he didn't know what yeah. to do with them. Oh my God. I don't know where to put this rage, mother. <laughs> I'm three and I'm angry. Yeah. This um, reminds me of a sweet year. story from uh, my childhood when my brother got so angry when he was sent to his room. We were listening through the door of his room and heard him say, I'm so mad I'm throwing things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all. Yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> So speaking of little kids and ghosts, that separate little island where they used to send the boys to uh-huh. is also haunted as fuck. Oh man! Um, they never really see apparitions over there, and oh. it's not um, the boys aren't angry, but it's a lot of EVPs of like crying. Oh man! Um, Boo, or like coughing or being oh. like, I'm just so tired. Oh, these poor kids. Yeah, because a lot of them also died there from being overworked, from yeah. being sick and not getting appropriate medical care. Mm-hmm. All kinds of things. Um, but to end on a kind of happy note. There we sure, go. After all of that. Yeah. I know. I it's it's really, there's so many more ghosts that were darker that I was like, Ugh. oh man. Um, we don't need to talk about dead babies. We no, got enough already. No, no. Um, so the uh, old asylum building. So the building where they put the people driven crazy yeah. by being in the separate prison um, is also very haunted. It's a very like high activity. But none of them are seem to be ghosts of the prisoners. Um, in that rehabilitation period, it was turned into a girl's school. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And there is the ghost of a young girl and an older woman who seems to be her teacher. Uh-huh. And they're often seen together, like, studying or, like, she's helping the girl skip rope or they'll oh. hear, like, skipping or laughing or playing noises. Oh, like these two women from this school are just still hanging out there surrounded by all this negativity but they're just like I'm at school and I'm having a real good time you know yeah, I want to spend my, my afterlife relearning how to read is that not yeah. a torture in and of itself oh god yeah. Um, so this place, as I said, it, it's now open as a museum. It's a big tourist location. And they super lean into the fact nice. that it's haunted as fuck. Good. They do multiple versions of a ghost tour. Nice. Um, and they're like reasonably priced. They're capped at only 15 people. So it seems like it would be a fun thing to do. Well, they'll walk you through the parts of the old prison, tell you the specific ghost stories of like these rooms and specifically. Yeah. And they give you some ghost hunting equipment to see if you can catch your oh, own EVPs. Sweet. Nice. I would, I'd pretend to be Zach Baggins the whole time. Whole time. Yeah. Baggins yeah, it up. I, it's fun that they lean into it. They're like, yeah, this place was fucking awful. Want to see a ghost? Want to see some dead people? Because they're still here. They're totally still fucking here. So that's the story oh of God. Port Arthur nice. in Tasmania. Nice. Love it. My port. That's a good that's port. That's the port that you did. That's the port that I did. That's how I'll keep them straight. So well, our back to our beer. I was like, let's talk about this beer. Let's talk about it. So again, California Honey from Pizza Port Brewing Company, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a San Diego brewery. Yep. Yep. 
Um, if you live out here, you know about Pizza Port. Yeah, you really do. It's kind of everywhere. Um, It pours like a baseball beer. Looks kind of like urine. Yeah, yeah, that's it's accurate. got a very uriny color to it. Yeah, it drinks like a baseball beer with a little bit of honey. Yeah, there's yeah. you know there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's a it's a little nuttier maybe for me. I don't know. I like it. It's good. It, it I has got more zero complaints about yeah, this. I, yeah, hot summer day porch pounder. This is a great beer. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, four agreed. point something, four point eight. This is a porch pounder. Yeah. It, it, oh I, yeah, that's great. It has a Woody on it, and it reminds me of Woody Gold from Carl, Carl Strauss, Strauss, which is also one of my favorite beers. That is just sort of like a hey, you want to just have a beer? This yeah. is it, right? Do you want a nice, light, yeah. crisp, sort of sweet beer that you can drink all day long in the California sunshine? There, there you go. go. That's the one you yeah. want. Yeah, it yep. says "Taste of California" in the palm of your hand. I, it really does taste like sunshine. It's great. I uh, light, I easy drinking, Enjoy. really good. Enjoy this beer. Sweet. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Hey, guess what I love? Pimpering and quimpering, D- ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Please yourselves, please each other. Also, you know what else I love? Prisons made entirely of dicks. That's great. You know what else it's I love? Great. Lesbian sex hotels. Yep. You know what else Who I love? Doesn't? Who doesn't? Islands that are so bad the devil thinks they're fucked up. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's horny krakens. Melissa wins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Horny, kraken. horny kraken for the win. Horny <laughs> krakens always, always win. win. They always As they should. As they should. For Get yours, kraken. That's right. Well, well, thanks for getting yours with us this week. Yeah, I <laughs> hope you enjoyed learning all about quimpering and primpering. Yeah, tell your friends. It's a new thing. Start it. Yeah. You youngers on the on the ticker talkers, you tell the other youngers about it. That's right, man. And uh, come back next week because there <laughs> will be more booze. And there'll be more brews. And until then, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Pimpering. That didn't work. <laughs>